you are welcome everyone so we'll be discussing um the topic rediscovering the gospel or rediscovering the truth of the gospel rediscovering the truth of the gospel rediscovering truth now um this is a series we'll be taking for several weeks to come and we are starting this week so we'll talk about what the gospel is we'll go through scriptures again especially the the gospel of 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 paul we'll go through paul's letters and we'll rediscover what the gospel is and the implication of the gospel for us as what believers now one of the major confusions we see in our time and in our generation is the fact that there are many interpretations when it comes to scriptures so there are so many interpretations and this has resulted in confusion for so many people and then because of that it has rendered many believers powerless as relates to the promises of god and as relates to the authority that they have in christ and in god and because for you to be able to manifest the kingdom and for you to be able to fulfill the purposes of god and carry out the will of god as a child of god it is essential that an accurate understanding of what the truth is and what the gospel is is established now when there is not an accurate understanding of what the gospel is or what the truth is it is difficult for believers to exercise power to exercise authority and to enforce the will of god upon the earth so one of the things that the enemy has done in this generation is to release all kinds of confusion as as regards the truths release all kinds of interpretation that is not consistent with the truth and just like the bible makes us understand that as a man thinking in his heart so is he then also you cannot live above the truth that you know or the accuracy of the truth of god that you know and the enemy has cheated a lot of of people a lot of believers because of this particular issue so no wonder the scripture says that that my people perish for lack of understanding or for lack of what knowledge so in this series that we'll be discussing on um, as time 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 goes on and we'll be looking at weeks to come we want to for ourselves rediscover what the gospel is we want to take the gospel step by step in its simplicity and begin to apply these truths to our lives so and where i would like to start from reading from second peter 1 verse 3 it says everything i need for life and godliness has already been deposited inside of me but by his divine power so you discover that everything we need to live a successful christian life everything we need to live a to respond to the will of god and to live in the will of god and to be perfect is already inside of us so the ability to live holy the ability to live above sickness diseases the uh, the ability to respond to the will of god to obey god and to be able to carry out everything both as it relates to our spiritual life and also as it relates to our physical um, um life expression here has been granted to us so as a believer we do not lack anything because everything we need for life and godliness has already been what deposited inside of us by his divine power so the divine power of god inside us of of us has given us the ability to do all things so that's why as a believer 
There is really no excuse why you cannot respond to the will of God. There is really no excuse why you cannot do the will of God because everything you will ever need, even the things that you currently need and the things that you will need in the next 10 years from now, in the next 20 years, 100 years from now, is already given to you. It's already deposited inside of you. So, so that's the reason why no man can stand before God and give God an excuse why he or she could not respond to the will of God or why he or she could not do or, or, or perform the will of God. Because everything we need for life, it means for existence. Whether you talk about um, um, material things that we need for our physical well-being or you're talking about things like health, things like strength, things like focus, things like diligence, things like ability, all of these things has been what given to us. All of these things has been granted unto us. Then also for spiritual growth, for spiritual de de development, everything that we need for life has been given and granted to us. So that's the reason why we can't give any excuse for anything. So you see, God has made this thing available through Jesus Christ, through our union with Jesus Christ. So, so we'll be looking at what is the gospel. Now, the gospel, in, in very simple terms, is, 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 a, is, a, is a message. In fact, the word gospel means good news. It's a message. And the focus of that message is a message from the deliverance of the influence of of death you see on account of the fall of man something was introduced into the experience of man something was introduced into the reign of man or the or, or the or the life of man or the dna of man and that is what what we refer to as death now death is anything that is in opposition to the will and the purpose of god now Man was designed by God to fulfill a certain purpose. And that was the reason why God created man in the beginning. To carry out a certain purpose. But on account of the fall and, and true sin, death hijacked that purpose and caused a reversibility. Such that it became difficult for man to respond to the will of God. And, and man entered into an, a type of an influence where it became impossible for him to respond to God's will and it became impossible for him to fulfill his original design. Now, death is the principle of depreciation, meaning that when death activates over a certain thing, that thing begins to depreciate in value and that thing cannot fulfill the purpose for which it was designed. So, the number one enemy of man is what we refer to as what death because death is the very thing that prevents man for from fulfilling who he is and who he is designed to be now this death as we know it came into the world through what we call sin through the portal of sin sin is like a portal it is an introducing instrument and it introduces something and that thing it introduces is what we refer to as what as death now the the the, the, the gospel of Christ is the gospel of restoration and deliverance from death and from the effect of death. It is also the gospel 
that enables man to come into a higher state of functionality even beyond what Adam was before the fall and for us to fully respond to the will and the purposes of God. You see, man's destiny is to be in union with God. Man's destiny is to be united with God and with the Spirit of God. Man's destiny, man was created in the image of God, in the image and the likeness of God, meaning that man is a vehicle, like um, Beltwig we say, that man is a sensory vehicle that experiences God. So we were designed to experience all, all that there is in God and all that God is. You see, that was the primary reason why man was what created to come into the fullness of God and to experience the fullness of God. God wants, wants to, to replicate in us his very, his, his, his very self, his very nature and design. So you see, it is such a high calling that we have been called to as believers. So the life which we have received, which is the life of the Spirit, is not just any type of life. It is the very life of God impacted into us through the sacrifice of the Son of God and through the release of his own life and the impartation of that life inside of us so that we will eventually fully respond to the will of God and fully respond to the purposes of God. So you see, so the life we have is not our own life. And that is why as a believer, you must come to that place of recognition when you understand that you do not own your life. You are simply in custody of something else that belongs to another. For example, that my existence, my life, the reason why I exist on the earth is because I was created. As time goes on, we are going to release scriptures that we show, um, that we clearly show that we were created by God. So, I was created. I was given existence. Now, if I do not have existence, there is no way I can do anything because I would not even be conscious in, in the first place. So the only reason why I'm conscious, I think of I want to go to work, I think of I, I want to get this clothes, I think of I want to eat this food, is because first and foremost, I have a consciousness and I have existence. So this existence is, was made possible because of another. There was nothing that I contributed as a person for my own existence. I did not contribute anything to, to make myself to exist. So me existing is purely the will of God. Me existing is purely the design of God. And me existing is purely uh, the, the will and the purpose of God. So I therefore exist for the purpose of another. I therefore exist for the pleasure of another. I therefore exist to carry out the will of another. And that is what makes Jesus Christ my Lord and my Savior. Because I exist because of him. I, for, I, I, I do not have existence apart of him, apart from him. So therefore, I am not doing God a favor trying to serve God. No. I am simply being who I am in the service of God. I am simply fulfilling purpose in the service of God. And I am simply being normal when I serve God and follow after the purpose and the will of God. So to begin to act against that is to choose 
not to exist any longer is to choose to cancel myself consciously consciously from existence and that is exactly what sin is you see that is why every time people live in sin or commit sin they experience what we call death because death simply means to move in a direction that is outside the the uh, outside what existence and the truth is that nothing can exist apart from god so even to think that way is to live in an illusion even to think that way is to live in deception because whether you believe it or not nobody including the devil himself cannot exist outside of god so he's just living in a false reality that he's existing apart from god it's not possible so but that does not mean he will not experience the effect of that belief system he had come towards believing so that is why death brings effects but that effect is based on what deception and so therefore people suffer for nothing so that's why as believers the fundamental the number one thing first and foremost if you want to have a successful christian life is to surrender once you surrender it solves the whole problem once you come into that understanding that you do not own your body therefore you are not the one to determine how you should use your body or how you should not use your body because that body belongs to someone else it's like let's say your mom gives you a certain amount of money for example and let's say a hundred thousand naira for example and um, you, he gave, she gave you that money to deposit that money in the bank. Now, although you are the one in custody of that money, as at that time she gave you, but that money is not yours. So, to eventually now use that money as if it is yours, is to invite issues and problems for yourself. That is how it is too. The life we have is the life of God. It was given to us, existence, consciousness, was given to us by, by God. Without God, we will not even be conscious of existence. We will not even have our own interest in the first place or our own personal needs. Because our own personal needs can exist because first and foremost, we have been given what existence. So, it means the way to live in peace, the way to live in harmony is to follow, is to do what um, the one who had given you life is, has, has given you that life for and to fulfill that purpose for which that life has been what given to you and that is where true joy true peace and true happiness lies to act in opposite because God gives free will God does not force anyone to choose to act in an opposite direction is to invite problems and issues for yourself so God does not punish anyone but we as human beings can choose to respond either to truth or to lies and create a false experience over our own lives. And because we were the one that created that experience, we therefore suffer the consequences of those experiences. And that is what the philosophy of sin and death is hinged upon. And that is why every time you see sin and death, it is always based upon what deception it is a deception based principle even till date satan is still deceiving himself 
and the fallen and the fallen angels are still deceiving themselves and all those who choose to continue in sin they are deceiving themselves and because of how powerful the mind of man is our mind is able to create any form of reality that we make it through focus and meditation to create so that's why the scriptures made us to understand that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So because God is trying to show us a spiritual principle here that our mind can create anything. Our mind can create a prison for, for ourselves if we allow it to. So therefore, it is essential for us to constantly meditate on truth, for us to constantly meditate on the realities of the kingdom, which are truths. And eventually, it will translate to our own experience of the truth and the manifestation of the truth around our, our lives as individuals. So you see, death, it's, it's, it's a lie, it has its foundation in a lie, and it, is, it has its foundation in the fact that we are independent from God. It is because of this sense of independence that makes believers to live in sin. Because they feel they are independent. And because they feel they are independent, they feel the life which they have been given custody over is separate from God and that it is their own personal life. So therefore, they can do with it whatever thing they feel they want to do, will do with it. And in so doing, they fall into what? Delusion. And the devil takes advantage of them and they become a slave to sin and a slave to the devil. But thank God for Jesus Christ who has been revealed and has now destroyed the works of Satan and has brought life and immortality back to light. Yes, it is the will of God for us to be transformed. Therefore, we will be transformed. It is the will of God for our bodies to display eternity. Our body will display eternity. It is the will of God for our soul to display eternity. Our soul will therefore display eternity. Glory to God. So therefore, death is to think that we are separate and independent from God. Death is to think that we are the one truly in control. No. We have never been in control and we will never be in control. There is only one who is in control and that one is the living God and the living Christ. Now you can either choose to respond to the will of the living God and living Christ and be at peace and harmony or you choose to live in a delusion that you are the one in control and suffer the consequences related to your own words, delusion and deception. So, we are custodians of the life of God. So, the reason why my body must be kept pure is because this body of mine belongs to another. It belongs to the Lord. It is His body. Therefore, my body will not be used for my own personal pleasure or for, for my own personal enjoyment. No, it is for His pleasure and for His own enjoyment. You see, so my hands, my feet are for his purpose. 
I am just a custodian. So our own role as believers is to experience the glory of the Lord. We have been given a tremendous opportunity to experience God's glory, to just participate and enjoy the whole show. So is God taking us on a ride to explore his life and to enjoy his life and to come into the fullness of all that he has designed for us. So we are just riding along with God in this adventure and enjoying all of the benefit that comes with this word adventure. There is really nothing we have to do other than to surrender and respond to the will of God. So you see, and what we are just discussing about is just to paint a picture of what the gospel is so that we will have a very firm foundation upon which we can begin to express the glory of the Lord. Because without understanding, without proper understanding, that's where the problem is. It is difficult to express, express all of the dimensions of God's glory that have been made available to us through Christ Jesus our Lord. It takes understanding to express truth. It takes understanding to express the glory of God. It takes understanding to really enjoy and live out the Christian life and the Christian faith. It takes understanding. And that is what we'll be discovering in this period that um, we'll be having this series of what? Discussion.